everybody and welcome to The Tangled Angle. I'm Janice Christensen and here we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in government politics and American history and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband Dan Christensen who was elected to the House of Representatives from 2003 to 2018. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. Is critical race theory that critical, and what is it? I've been asked about what is critical race theory, and why now? Why is this such a big deal now? This is going to be a short podcast on a very complex topic But hey, if you're anything like me, I just want to know what's the bottom line. Give me the overview so don't get me into the weeds and I don't need all the details. Can you just give me the basic information that I need to know about a topic? And so I'm going to try and tackle critical race theory in a short podcast. Critical race theory is just Marxism renamed. But... Those on the left that are pushing critical race theory in the schools don't want to call it neo-Marxism or something that would give it away. That'd be too revealing for what it really is. So it's racial prejudice renamed, and it's repackaging an old idea to make it look cutting edge, new, what we really need today here in 2021, when in reality it's just the same old tactics of the left to try to get their foot in the door for a new generation of people who don't know what Marxism is and don't understand history and influence those people on something that sounds pretty good on the surface. But it sounds good in title only. In Olympia, they call these title only bills when they run bills, when they put a really glowing, beautiful title on the bill. But if you read the bill and what it's about deep in the weeds, it is quite often the opposite of what the title says. So why now? Why are they pushing this critical race theory? Our state here in Washington just passed into law that critical race theory must be taught in the public schools. Why are they doing this now? Well, it's just the next step to separate children from their parents. College students, to separate college students from the truth and the knowledge that they need to know and to erase history. It's to really brainwash and train the next generation who are just now coming into adulthood and adult understanding of what these topics are about. So they can't call it neo-Marxism. They need to call it something that is a little bit more catchy. So they call it critical race theory. I remember in the 1970s, and you know, the whole environmentalist movement has also done this. In the 1970s, the environmentalist movement was really just gaining traction. And that the big panic then was global cooling, that there was going to be a big ice age, we were all going to freeze to death. And that never really happened. And a decade or so went by and they realized, oh, and, you know, we could see through their veneer and their thin arguments. And so they changed it to global warming. And so global warming was a big deal. And the polar ice caps were going to melt and the polar bears were going to die. And well, we've all caught on to that. And we realize it's really not global warming. And that didn't happen. So now they just call it climate change, which is kind of a big, broad tent of an umbrella of climate issues, and they don't have to pigeonhole themselves and call it global warming or global cooling because we all saw through that, so now they just call it climate change. Well, this is the same thing with critical race theory. 
it's the leftists and the progressives that use these tactics, renaming something to scare people, really, and to pass more taxes upon us and to shape the thinking of anyone willing or really forced to listen if you're in the public school system and, and you're young and you don't yet have the discernment to realize this is just neo-Marxism repackaged. And, you know, why are they doing this now? What is the point of doing this now? Well, it's the next step in the left progressives plan to separate children from their parents. It's the next step to dismantle America, to get rid of the constitutional republic and our capitalistic economic system. Those of us that are old enough to kind of catch on to this, well, they need a whole new crop of people to listen and a whole new crop of people to possibly fool. So why not start teaching it in the public school system? And in one of my earlier podcasts, I talked about the public school system and that it's not about education. It's about indoctrination of the left And I go into depth about that in that podcast and some history about the public schools here in our nation. It's about 100 years old, the public school experiment. But it's academia's opportunity to influence the next generation of people. And this is how the left does it. When the governor here in Washington signed this bill, which was in Gross Substitute Senate Bill 5044, which was signed in December 2020, which requires critical race training for public school teachers for critical race theory to be taught in the schools. It's not as a parent that you can have the option to opt out. This isn't going to be an individual class per se that your kids take, you know, say at two o'clock each day, your high school student's going to have the critical race theory class. No, they are weaving this in to many of the other curriculums. They're weaving it into math. They're weaving it into social studies. They're weaving it into science. So it isn't subject per se that as a parent, you can say, well, I don't want my kids to take that. I can opt out. Well, it's going to be woven into all the other subjects, kind of like making a cake. You put in the eggs, you put in the milk, you put in the butter, you put in the sugar, and you blend it all together. Well, you can't really separate out the eggs and the butter anymore because it's it's a cake. It, now you have cake batter and you can't separate out those things. And it's the same way with critical race theory. If they stick it in all the different subjects, it's very difficult to get it back out. So I'm going to dive a little bit deeper here. What is critical race theory? And I have to thank Christopher Rufo. He wrote an article. He spoke in front of Hillsdale College and he wrote an article in March 2021. And I'll have this and other references in the show notes. And he gave a really good, succinct explanation of critical race theory. And he says, in this theory, you have to go back to a brief history of Marxism. And Marxism, which is part of where the left gets their basis of beliefs, it's a political program to develop class conflict, to get different classes of people, say blacks and whites, middle class, upper class, lower class, to get these different classes of people in conflict with each other. It's a way to start conflict, then you can conquer and divide, weaken a nation and undo the Constitution, undo the Bill of Rights, undo the things that we stand on, the laws that we stand on this nation that made it free and wonderful. And if you can divide, then you can conquer. And Marx believed that the primary characteristic of industrial societies was the imbalance of power between capitalists and workers. Today, we would call it those of the corporations and labor. The solution to that imbalance, according to Marx, was a revolution 
So you stir these different classes of people up against each other and basically divide them, and then you can usher in a new socialist society. Well, down through history, this really hasn't worked well, and different people blame it on, well, the right people didn't try it, and maybe if we try it, we can do it in a more pure fashion. Well, it's socialism and godlessness is what it is. So down through the centuries, Marx, the Marxist theories in these different countries didn't work. And so they brought it to the West during the unrest of the 1960s here in our nation. And they tried to get the unrest during that time to allow them to usher in Marxism. Well, that really didn't work either. And so again, I'm trying to make a very complex topic in a short podcast. But now here we are in critical race theory. And I'm quoting from this article from Hillsdale College is, is they say critical race theory is an academic discipline formulated in the 1990s built on the intellectual framework of identity based Marxism. And it's been in universities and academic journals for years, but now it's really being brought into practice in government agencies, public school systems, teacher training programs. It's in the military, in school curriculums, academia, publications. They have renamed this. They call it equity. They call it social justice, diversity and inclusion, and so on. Because they can't call it neo-Marxism. It would be a hard sell. And there's a difference between equity and equality. In one of my earlier podcasts, I talked about socialism versus capitalism, and equity means that we will all have the same finish line, and equality, which is talked about in the Declaration of Independence, means we all have the same starting line. It's a big difference. Here in America, we believe in the principle of equality, which means everybody has the same starting line. We all have the same opportunities in front of us. We all have the same starting line, and what we do with it is our own responsibility. But in equity, which is part of the progressive belief system, which is part of Marxism, is everybody's guaranteed the same finish line. And there, we are going to take from those who achieve and give to those who do not achieve. We're going to take from the successful through taxation, eminent domain, taking their property from them, and give it to the those who have less equity, those who have less. And it's trying to have everybody come out at the same finish line. And this is all an attempt to overthrow capitalism, which is part of equality, which is having the same starting line. So what does critical race theory look like in practice? It's getting into, and I'm quoting again from this wonderful author who summarized it well from Hillsdale College. The FBI was, has been holding workshops on intersectionality theory. That's one word for critical race theory. The Department of Homeland Security was telling white employees that they were committing micro inequities and had been socialized into oppressor roles. So these attempts to teach government agency employees that they're somehow racist is an attempt to, get, to divide the classes, is to divide, to divide different groups of people. So what can we do about it? What can you do if, if you're facing this in your job, if you're facing this where you work, if you're having school kids being taught this? I think we've been really developed a fear of speaking up. We need to speak up. We need to gently, with respect and care and concern, 
like I've said before, attend school board meetings. Have that conversation with somebody with respect and humility. And I think that when I say speak up, I don't mean to put something on social media. I mean face-to-face, person-to-person, one person at a time. And to not remain quiet anymore. We're losing our nation. We're losing what makes America so wonderful. We're losing our culture. And I think another thing we can do is tell the true story of America that yes, we do have injustices in our history and mistakes that were made in our history, but that isn't who we are as a nation. Genuine, authentic American history is full of stories of achievements and sacrifices people have made for this great nation. And we need to have the courage to talk about how wonderful America is and the virtue that so many people have had that have built this nation. And we need courage to speak out and courage to not hold back, and courage with calm and re- a, a calm and reasoned approach. Talk about these things with each other. Talk about these things with your neighbors, your family. Talk about these things for people who are willing to listen. If we reasonably stand up for what we believe, large groups of people will then be have given the courage to defend America and what made it so great. And why is America so wonderful and critical race theory so awful? The founders said it so well. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And this is the equality that makes America so great, not equity. And that the people that are created by God are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. These rights cannot be separated from our being. They're born into us. They're in every person who walks the planet. That among these unalienable rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We all long to be free. And so this created equal under God is the freedom that we long for. And critical race theory will make us all into divided race classes and economic classes to divide us and to separate us, and to cause turmoil and division, which results in a divided nation, and a divided nation cannot stand. So let's not be quiet anymore, but speak up and defend the United States of America. Speak up and defend our liberties, our freedoms, and the amazing, wonderful blessing that we enjoy here, the beautiful United States of America. I'd love to hear from you. Please give me some feedback and let me know what you think. You can find me on Facebook at Janice Christensen and on Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram at Janice Christ, J-A-N-I-S-K-R-I-S-T.